Hey everybody, it's your old pal Mitch Halleck, producer of Connecticut's Terrific Comic Con and CT Gamer Con, both happening at Mohegan Sun. And I just want to let you know, if you're not following us on the almighty social network, you're missing out on a bunch of stuff. So you can follow me on Twitter at It's Terrific Con. That's I-T-S-T-E-R-R-I-F-I-C-O-N. It's Terrific Con. And if you're into gaming, make sure you check us out on Twitter at CT Gamer Con. That's C-T-G-A-M-E-R-C-O-N. And as always, you can look for us on Facebook at Terrificon and CT GamerCon, and we're even on Instagram. So do me a favor and follow me there. Plus, check out my brand new show on YouTube, Mitch and Ed's Excellent Adventure, where we go every two weeks and look back at the things you love, TV, movies, toys, and more. That's Mitch and Ed's Excellent Adventure. Now sit back and get ready for another episode of the Power Cosmic Podcast. Thanks. You're listening to Terrific Con presents the Power Cosmic Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to everything you love. That's comic books, TV, movies, collectibles, and more. Brought to you by Mitchell A.S. Halleck, the producer of Terrific Con, the world's greatest comic con every summer at the Mohegan Sun in Uncasville, Connecticut. Join Mitch and his special guest, Jerry Ordway, and his pals all across the comic fandom as they talk about the things you love. Now, sit back, get ready, and listen to today's episode of the Power Cosmic Podcast. All right, today is uh, March 15th, Eyes of March. Jerry's going to stab me in the back on the way out. Well, or are you going to stab me in the back? Well, I'll do it to your face. I cut in the front. <laughs> None of that backstabbing nonsense. Uh, I think that's on airplane mode. Whatever. It's set. So, we're back. Oh, and Black Betty, Ramalam. Oh, Black Betty. Ram-a-lam. We're not going to st- stop it. I'll just copyright. <laughs> I have to pay the money. There's nobody in the bar, but just you and me. Was that? So, shrimp? set him up, so Joe. Joe. I got a little, a little story. Frank Sinatra? <laughs> you can't say that because then you have to pay him a royalty. Oh, yeah, but he's dead. But it is the Ides of March. So Speaking of, discussing and we'll that. talk about betrayal. Yes. Ooh, well, that would be a good theme. The greatest betrayals in comic book history. Comics aren't that dramatic. <laughs> the behind the scenes they are. Yeah. Everybody gets screwed over. Bill Finger, well, Jack Kirby, over, but it's, Steve Ditko. It's Dicko. not on the same level as... Uh, no. As the character, someone cheating you out of a as, as a fortune, fortune, except for Siegel and Schuster, yeah, well, <laughs> or Jack Kirby. <laughs> no, no, a lot of those guys. You know what I listen to? You ever listen, read the Ten Cent Play? Yeah, that's a good book. It's a good book. A lot of Connecticut's like the worst place in the world. I was like, oh god, 1948, Hartford, Connecticut, Bridgeport, Norwalk, and New Britain all prohibited the sale of comic books at newsstands. So you couldn't show the covers. I guess yeah. you had to put them behind the counter, like, hey, uh, can I get some... Uh... And that was 48. That so was 1948, yeah. well, see, so it didn't even get far People yet. don't realize yeah. Connecticut is Very ultimately... Very conservative. Yeah, the, at its core. Yeah. Not the 
coastal towns. No. But at its core, Connecticut's that, like, not much different. No, than, straight hey, Let's lace. have some Salem yeah. witch trials. Pretty much, yeah, because yeah. I was listening to that book. Because the, the, the HUAC stuff and the, you know, the... the uh, HUAC? Or, was it HUAC the, the, where they were doing, they were investigating comics? Yes, was, yeah, that was the thing. Yeah. <clears throat> that didn't really pick up steam until the, the 50s. 50s. Yes, 52 with the... Uh, but people forget that it built slowly. It just was like, Connecticut. God just damn. like book birding. Yeah, that's you know all I mean? in here. I'm saying, like, all that stuff... It that starts time. up in Binghamton, New it York, at the out Catholic as like a, school. Yeah. Yeah, it starts as a fringe thing, and everybody goes, oh, that's never going to happen here. Oh, no, you know where and it happened? And then the, the wave kind of suddenly, after several Spencer, years... I it think it's you. Spencer, Missouri, yeah. or something out west, and this kid was like a little kid, and his, his teacher's like, he was reading a comic book, and she goes, you know, those are bad things, and they, right. had, they propped him up, almost like a... A canned interview, yeah. and they had like the newsreel footage. Like yeah. I read books, and my teacher told me they were bad, so I don't want to read them anymore. Right. And then they show up, the and I start throwing the little kids throwing them a bonfire. It's like, oh, it's and so then horrible. they had some guy who was upstate New York. It was at a Catholic school, and they all jumped the bandwagon too. And they like the preachers mention it in the sermon, like, hey, that looks know, like fun. Let's burn, let's some. burn some books. And then somebody stood up for it and said, listen, let me get my was, white hood out of the it closet. Said it, it was only ten years ago yeah. that the Nazis were doing this. Yeah. And then when you go back to it, it's not actually the Nazis that were burning the books. It was the college level German students. Yeah. That were starting their own little groups, saying they didn't want to pollute the were, German culture. Right. Yeah. So they're still adjacent to this was, philosophy. It's yeah, basically they're trying yes. to do it to curry favor with the, the people the who were actually in the yes, Nazi party. Yeah. But they Which started is worse. No, but they started ways. burning the books, yeah. and then the guy said, "This is too close to being like Nazis." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they gave him crap. Yeah. And he was taking comic books and. Yeah. It was no, getting bad. It was pretty then, bad. Uh, Keyhoffer, what's the guy's name? Keyfaver. Keyfaver. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He starts the, the ball rolling yeah, yeah. committee of uh, morals or whatever yeah. it is, and yeah. it's like they tried to really do it in Hollywood, but yeah. the Hollywood people kind of ganged up and said it was still bad for the Hollywood people. No, no. They, they used to let. They want no. They wanted yeah. towns to have yeah. uh, editing. Right. Yeah, they no, could I edit movies. Like yeah. if they had like King Kong, right. they'd cut the Fay Ray bits out right. or whatever like but that. But they had already cut those bits out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know that, right? No, the, but this started like in the, the, the teens. From the, from the release from like 1933 yeah, yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. When they re-released it in 1940, yeah. they cut a lot of the little more sexy bits with Yeah, no, no, Fay I'm just Ray. saying, but censorship yeah. started even in, in the silent movie yeah. areas. In the, yeah, no, like, it's always, even, yeah, yeah. As far as back as Thomas Edison with the, yeah. the, the sultry dance of whatever, right, right. we can't show that. The kids will be right, riding in right. the streets, you know, like the Zoot Suit riots yeah. of 1943. But I'm listening to this whole thing about comics, and then they start talking about how everything shifted. It was no more superhero comics. It was going into true romance comics and the millions of books that were getting printed every yeah. month is mind boggling yeah. you know now you can't get yeah. 5,000 copies right, of a book right. but back then it was like literally the Marvel family was selling 4 yeah. million copies well you didn't a have month, as much you know? competition for your well, you entertainment have dollar yeah, yeah. yeah and then the government was buying pallets of comics and shipping them overseas the, to the soldiers right they would put them on the US bases yeah because yeah. they had nothing to read that was a big um, big market even up and through the 80s Oh, still? The, yeah, because the, there's still bases, military bases, and base stores. The PX. Yeah, yeah. But no, the funny thing is, when you think about, and you look at, like, a lot of that, it was a slow, it was kind of like a slow rolling yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. So it starts here with the, you know, a couple local people. But it's the same kind of thing oh, as it is now. Yeah. It's like, you know, when the Million Moms March or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. 
you know, it's basically it's one person who has a bias, yeah, and they basically will then rope in some organization who has something to gain from it. Uh huh. And this happened recently, this yes. last week, I believe. Crazy story in I think Mississippi, and again I don't remember exactly. I think it was in Mississippi, but the yeah. guy who is the vice principal. Every week, the principal usually reads a, a book oh, to the kids. About the butt. So the vice principal, the, the principal can't do it. The vice yeah, principal is I, like I suddenly this. called upon quickly. As he's leaving his office, he grabs a book that he reads to his kids. I need a new butt. Right. Yeah. So he reads this book. So the kids loved it. He got fired. At the end of the day, they pull him in and they fire him because yeah. a parent complained. Yeah. A parent complained. One parent. Yeah. And the book, the, what the book it was, was about. It was in their library. But here's the thing that's funny is the book was about a kid who thinks he's different because he doesn't realize everybody's butt has a crack. Yes. And he thinks oh, his butt is broken, crack. so he's looking, he wants a new butt. And it was, a, was it, yeah, perfect it's timing. basically about kids feeling yeah. like they're not, you know, whatever. Yeah, 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 it's like, oh, something's wrong with me. Every right. kid goes through that. Right. And that's what they fired him for. And he did he get his job he's back? Counter, no, he has to counter oh, suit, but he was fired. So yeah, I saw that. Kids and I was and like, my but again, arms. that's how crazy it is. Well, just like someone going to a school board and yeah. saying, "I can't believe you're letting people read mouse, read mouse. yeah, or whatever it is." Yeah, yeah. you know, it's ridiculous well, because ultimately, here's the thing: right, the school libraries they have a hard job. Yeah. The teachers have a hard job. Nobody's a saint, right? No. But people have hard jobs. They're teaching your kids the gigantic difference from yeah. when we were kids yeah. and now. When we were kids, if we did something wrong, your mom or dad immediately knew the yeah. people in authority were right and you were Yeah, you, you were, were in, in I had wrong. nuns, yeah. Now, I couldn't, I couldn't if a kid win. does something wrong, the parent immediately thinks the teachers and the administration are wrong because, yeah. of course, so it's like a weird Those flip. Hippies. Yeah. It's a weird flip. Well, anyway, back to the 10, ten cent plague. And you read the book. I'm listening to the book. It was oh, a oh, okay. free yeah, download a, on Audible. Oh, so yeah, got, it's a good book. It's, it's like, like 12 hours. Do you remember who wrote it? I do not. But it's a good book. Whoever, it is. If you look it up, it's, it is But it gives the really good, good history of comics, yeah. which I like, so you'll learn all about. Doesn't it also start with the pulps? Yeah. And it talks about it how, talks they about how the major... During Prohibition, they would slip booze into the magazines. No, I don't get into that. Yeah, yeah. No. It was like... A, the Donenfelds and yeah, Donenfelds comes yeah. up, but it was more yeah, about mob ties. It was more about they were ga- moving gains like about illegal how, liquor. You know, Gaines did the book. You know, the first comic book, Max Gaines' dad, or William Bill Gaines', Gaines dad. William Gaines' dad, dad Max, Max Gaines, out here in Connecticut, was package him in comic strip art. That was all done in Waterbury, Connecticut. Was a new fun number one. Funnies on Parade. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's all in there. So it's a good book. If you want to know about the history of comics, and then you talk about comic strips and about how they used to get the strips and to gather them up yeah. and to make them and then funnies. They, yeah. it became so popular they said, "Hey, we got a new, new and we'll material." Spin it off. Yeah, we don't have to pay anybody. We don't have to pay the syndicate. Schuster's are mentioned. Yeah. Joe and uh, yeah. Joe Simon. And yeah, Joe Schuster. So whatever, it's a good story. But they start blaming all these murders that are happening. These juvies, like juvenile yeah, delinquency, yeah. is yeah. a direct result of comic books. Yeah. So you got this kid, he's six years old, out in Pennsylvania, and he's fighting with his older brother, and the brother goes to bed, and then this six-year-old yeah. goes in the next room, gets dad's shotgun, yeah. loads the shotgun, and blows his brother's head off while yeah. the kid's sleeping. Well, he'd and be, they go, because he'd he be read, speaking at the Republican no, 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 so anyway, he read, <laughs> he read it in a comic book. Right. I'm thinking, 
the fact that the kid's six years old and can walk over and get a double barrel shotgun. Who taught and, him how to use that yeah, gun? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm when like, you're six what years the, old. They, yeah. And they go, well, the comic book did it. What about the fact that he could get access to a shotgun? Right. But he knew how to use it. That's I know. Yeah. He was six. And then I mean, had, it's not to make a light of it. No, it's, it was a, apparently a real murder. So it was called Murder in the Nursery. And like Family Circle ran it and, and Collier's and, right. and everybody was up in arms. Basically, people yeah. took that and found a way to make that work for whatever oh, their political thing they were doing. Like this this one kid hangs himself. Tragedy. Yeah. But they go to his room and they said there's a Lone Ranger comic yeah. on the floor and in Lone the Ranger comic known for really they depressing would hang, people. They would hang like it's an ridiculous, outlaw. But, it, but they yeah. would say no, that's where the kid right, got right. the idea. Yeah. And then there's like uh, boys that tied a girl to a chair yeah. and they had scissors and they were going to yeah. torture her because they saw it in an EC book. I mean there's no doubt that you can be inspired by this. But, but yeah. 99% of the people are not going to go out and go, wow, I really should tie somebody up to a chair. Oh, and then there's the famous, like, jumping the, off a building with Superman capes yeah. on their neck. And, the, the, the person who's inspired to do that has got something wrong with them. Yeah. That's not because of comics. Well, or because of movies or whatever. That's what the easy solution was. So if you ban yeah. a comic, you're going to stop all this. Right. And then they had a report that New York Times actually reported... Juvenile crime was actually down fourteen yeah. percent. It doesn't matter what the were, actual facts are. They were going to what's yeah. his name? Um, Wertheimer. Yeah, he was in Frederick Wertheimer. Frederick Wertham, not yeah. Wertheimer. Yeah, but he was uh, basically nowadays he would be like a Doctor Phil almost. He was just like a Doctor Oz. Doctor Oz, like this, <laughs> like. Yeah. yeah, like a celebrity physician. You know what I mean? He was. But he like, wanted to be a celebrity. Yeah, yeah. But he was, a, he was a writer. Yeah, he wanted. He was yeah. selling books. Yeah. But the people were just dumb. I mean, everyone's caught caught up in this. People fever. dumb now. People are still well, dumb. Yeah, not everybody, well, but certain I'm people right are very susceptible. You know. I'm just saying. Yes, weak-minded fools. You anybody can take this. Like the best example for anything. If you ever read any bad news, yeah, like right now, you got a governor is going to. There's going to be a governor's race yes. in another year or something, right? So what are we spending? So you have the guy who ran. Previously, who lost yeah. is sitting there going, "Okay, what did the current governor do bad?" Yeah, let's, and they try let's to they try yeah. to gin it up. Yeah, so, yeah. youth crime is up, you know, and it's like, well, is it really? Yeah. Well, he could probably find some statistic. To they prove just his basically, point. well, they don't need statistics. They, they don't make need it statistics. Up. You just need some expert like Frederick Wortham, yeah, someone who's a quote unquote expert to go on TV and to say something, and people buy into it. Because there's no disclaimer. Yeah. You know, yeah, this guy, you know, he graduated from the ninth grade. Yeah. He never went any further. It doesn't have any impact. No. Right? No. I no. mean, that's the problem. Is and not to insult any of our ninth grade we, graduates. We love all of you. Keep on listening to the Power Cosmic yeah. Contact. Well, because they can't read. They so can't they have read. To listen. They're listening. Right. They're drawing but, I mean, pictures. The, the bottom line this is, what is Jerry looks like. think about all the crazy crap that was going on in the 50s. Yeah. Right? You had Korean UFOs, War. Yeah. You had a lot of like social unrest. Yeah. You had oh, Russia used to be our ally. Now they're the our enemy. Yeah. You got the A bomb. You got to worry about it. All that other stuff. Well, those congressmen yeah. could try to fix that. Yeah. Right. But they can't. They don't care. No. They got too many distractions. So you pick a battle that you think you can game. Yeah. yeah. That will get you votes. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's they just what pick it's a about. And that's what it's yeah, about. Yeah, now. I'm I'm too old to, to read a newspaper and be impacted by stuff without yeah. going, okay, this is somebody trying to get elected. What's so a newspaper? <laughs> anyway. I'm just saying so I'm just saying they almost ruined they really did ruin comics. They did. But were comics crazy then? They were. Yeah. 
Captain well, the now comics, all, yeah. The comics code totally neutered them, unfortunately. Yeah. And that's the stuff well, that's that what's I read about as to a read. That's what I'm about to get into now. Because I'm at that point where, again, the Hartford Current, yes. my home state, Hartford, yes. some guy wrote a expose about the men behind the pages. So he drove from Hartford to New York City right. to meet with Gaines and um, yeah, yeah. a couple of the other publishers to see what their story was. And Gaines is like, but look, I made uh, my dad made Bible stories right, right. in comic forms. Well, it's not all bad yeah, that stuff. doesn't buy him anything. No, no, no. But they were <laughs> trying you. to uh, you know, distract people yeah, from yeah. what was going on, yeah. you know? So, you know, it I mean, was a money-making thing at the time. Well, here's right? a, and it, this this relates to a degree because somebody had asked recently, yeah, on Twitter, they were like, "Hey, do you remember?" Um, they were posting something said, "Why was this something was censored or something? Whatever it was, a comics yeah. code issue." Yeah, and I worked in the comics code with the comics code being a thing from like 1980 till they kind of discontinued it in the late 90s. Pretty much, yeah. By the late Marvel 90s, Knights, they stopped doing it. But I'm saying, yeah. I think it went through like two, 1998 or 2000, which people don't realize. Yeah. Because there were so many books that were just direct only. Only the newsstand books I had, had to submit it for the comics code. And the comics code was not one guy. No, it was a group It was of a people. board of volunteers who would read stuff. So yeah. everybody had their own opinion. So, for example, I've, or maybe I've talked about it before, but back in uh, early 80s, I was inking All-Star Squadron. I was doing finishes. It was maybe issue four or five. Roy had written a sequence, and specifically Firebrand, the female Firebrand, was yeah. supposed to be awakened in the middle of the night, and she has this flash, and that's how she gets her powers. But okay. she's awakened from a dream, and it was very specific to Roy that she had to be... She slept in the nude. Ooh. So Rich Buckler penciled Ooh, la, la. Well, yeah. Rich Buckler penciled it. He did it all in shadow, Yeah. right? I inked it. All tasteful, nothing. Yeah. There's no nothing. It's all silhouette. Right. Right? Comics Code had a problem with it. Even though you couldn't see anything? Yeah. And they had the... Um, they had a sheet over. They had the production artist with a marker. It looked like drew like brassiere lines and pants, panty lines on... Over a silhouette? They were half shadowed. Oh, yeah. But yeah. they drew this onto it. And it dropped. It drove me nuts, and it made me so angry. It's like, why would they choose? Because this? they don't want kids going nuts running down the street with their pants around their ankles, Jerry. The same issue, or the same month that that came out. Yeah, Watchmen. The comic Arak came out was another yeah, Roy Arach, Thomas yeah. book, and Arach. Ernie, Ernie Cologne drew Arak. And in Arak, there's like a five-page sequence of a woman running buck naked through the woods. Yeah. And she wasn't even shadowed. It was yeah. like back views and little tiny. The only cuts. difference is nobody was reading that crap. Well, I think the difference was one was a superhero and one, one was, was not. One was a savage. So, and it was probably different people reading. Iraq. So it's just funny. I mean, again, censorship is in the it, eye of the beholder. It's in the eye of the beholder, and if you have a set of guidelines, you know, it's just like hey, church. You go to church, and yeah, the yeah. You know, Catholic church says, "Don't do this. Don't do that." People do what they want to do, yeah. and ultimately they kind of like say, you know, well, here's I'm following my own morality. We couldn't know? eat. We're in the Lenten season right now. Yeah, you couldn't eat meat on Fridays during Lent, especially Good Friday. That was a big one. Now, I just found out the other day, beep, 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 they, a new memo. They pulled it's, that. They one. pulled that yeah. one back, so you can eat meat except for Ash Wednesday and Good Friday. And my mom told me a couple years when ago. I was a she kid, said you had to eat meat. You didn't, couldn't, couldn't eat meat on meat. Friday. Right. There was a rule. No matter what. That was the yeah. day you had pizza. Cheese yeah, pizza. Yeah. Or fish. Or egg salad or fish. So the thing of it is, 
my mom was telling me, she's like, oh, I didn't have to worry about that because once you reach 70, the church gave you a pass because they said, well, old people got medicine. You've and, lived past you know, the time you, we you thought don't you have would. Any special dietary needs anymore. And I'm like, what about all those souls that were burning in hell? Yeah. Like, why are you here? Well, I ate meat on Friday. <laughs> Wait, they don't have that anymore? I'm out. I'm free. That's you know, funny. you get out of it. You know, well, when I was a kid, we, we I remember it was like, oh my God, I remember having like a hamburger in my mouth. And it was very oh, specific. I had well, to go gargle with hell. And I had holy Lego water. Yeah. This was like in the 60s. Yeah. My brother Joel and I would go. We were allowed to go visit my aunt downtown, and we were like maybe a couple miles away. We'd have to take the bus. Yeah, my aunt had a beauty parlor. Yeah, in a big office building in downtown Milwaukee. Yeah. So we would take the bus, and we would go to her place. And it was in advance of Easter, right? Right. right. So we would get Easter shoes or Easter oh, yeah, clothes Easter at Gimbel's. Clo- Easter best, yeah. Right. So aunt, my aunt would take us to the store. Um, we went one time, and we also got Easter haircuts. Yep. Because she was a beautician, so she That's, got our yeah, hair. You got to look good for Jesus. So yeah. we go there. <laughs> it was Good Friday, and we come home. We got our shoes, got our nice haircuts. Yes, and my mom says, what did you guys eat? Uh-oh. We had liver sausage sandwiches. Liver, juice, Louise. Liver sausage is. was a yeah. big thing, right? So liver sausage. Because my aunt could make, she had like a little convenience yeah, area yeah, yeah. where she had a refrigerator. She just made us liver sausage sandwiches. So what and my mom had this big, oh my, oh my God. God it's How like many novenas did you say? You know, say? we're going to have to somehow. Call the priest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to exercise that liver You're sausage. You're going to have to take religious sex It really Absolutely. was a huge thing. Yeah. Right? But nothing happened to us. So, you know, well, so far. We realized we were. Wait till you go to hell. <laughs> oh, See you in yeah, hell, yeah. Jerry. <laughs> it's under liver sausage, special category. Oh, Lucifer, he's here. <laughs> You'll be eating liver. Liver was bratwurst. No liver sausage. You'll be eating liver sausage for you know eternity. What liver sausage is. It's sausage made out of liver. No, it's, it's the pasty stuff. It's in a big, like a big pate, liver pate. But it's liver yeah, sausage. You spread it. You yeah. cut it, and yeah. then you put it on the. Yeah. I've had that mustard, yeah. and, and then my dad got, and then my dad got a job. Oh, <laughs> that's a good joke. I remember that joke. Remember the snorkel jacket. Remember that in the seventies? It was like a jacket with a fur, like collar, snorkels. It was called. And I remember. Oh my getting, God! You killed Kenny. No, I remember right? getting that jacket. jacket. Yeah, yeah. I remember getting that jacket. And Sal Ferricelli comes up to me at the playground. He goes, "Hey, I got a jacket like that." Oh yeah. He goes, "Then my dad got a job." <laughs> oh, oh. Speaking of rough neighborhoods, Mike DiCarlo is coming to Terrificon because. He would understand that joke because actually he was in the same school. <laughs> Mike DiCarlo, inker extraordinaire, went to born in New Haven, went to St. Brandon's School, Notre Dame High School, and Southern Connecticut State University, just like me. And uh, I saw him the other day. So that's what's wrong with him. I, I know exactly. But we were talking, and I mentioned to you, he, he and I just instantly, like within seconds, are already throwing jabs at each other. Yeah. But it's just the way we talk. Like uh, my friend Keith uh, is a vegetarian. He's from Austria. He came to New Haven to see where they filmed Indiana Jones 4. So we went to this place called the Anchor Bar. And we walk in, and he's got the menu in his hand. And he's like, excuse me, waitress, uh, do you have any vegetarian meals on this menu? Because everything has meat. And she goes, you got a problem with meat? He's like, well, I'm a vegetarian. She goes, what are you, a loser? And he goes, no. She goes, well, what kind of man doesn't eat meat? And he goes, this one, I'm a vegetarian. She goes, I'll throw some salad and some carrots on a plate for you. And he goes, oh, my God, why is she so rude to me? I'm like, what's the matter? He could have just ordered ordered fries. Yeah, exactly. But they were cooked in beef tallow. But anyway, we had to leave the restaurant. And That's he hilarious. says to this day, I've never been in a place so rude in my life. I go, what now? He it goes, was New Haven. It was New Haven. I go, then we went to another place. We were in the middle of the day. 
we were at the Yale uh, Commons and we were watching where they filmed the movie. And this security guard comes up to us and he's talking to us and we're like, oh, here's my friend from Austria. He wants to see where they filmed the Indiana Jones movie. And the security guy goes, you guys got jobs? And we're like, yeah. He goes, well, why are you off during the middle of the day? What, are you unemployed? And we're like, no, this guy's a teacher and he's on break. And he's, he goes, so far I've been insulted. I've right. been called a loser because I don't right. like eating meat. And this other guy calls me a bum because I'm out in the middle of the day and I should be working somewhere. I go, he's got a point. He's like, what is wrong with this? Now, going back to DiCarlo, instantly we start jabbing at each other. And my wife is shocked because she did not grow up in New Haven. And she's like, why are you guys so mean to each other? And Mike said, and I told you, he said, New Haven's like the Liverpool of, of <laughs> Connecticut. It's like the rough factory town and... You know, it's, yeah. a, it's all broken up into neighborhoods, ethnic, very ethnic. Yeah. But everybody got along with each other, and they were just kind of like, oh, hey, oh, you know. And busted somebody else's balls. And busted balls, yeah. and that's yeah. just the way it goes. So, neither here nor there. I'm sorry for thin skinned people going. The point of this is not everything is meant to hurt someone's feelings, but when you grow up with that attitude of toughen up. That's what toughen up. I've heard that a million times. Yeah, you come yeah. home, Dad. I just got shot. Toughen up. Walk it <laughs> off. It's like okay, but um, I don't think when they talked about all those set towns banned in books in Connecticut, yeah. they did not mention New Haven at all because New Haven was more yeah. liberal. Yeah. Because Hartford stuck up, yeah. New Britain was stuck up, yeah. Norwalk, and Br- I was surprised Bridgeport because I'm like that's more like New Havenish. Yeah, it but is. New Haven was like. Hey, man, we were founded by Thomas Hooker. Yeah. The guy's name is Hooker. Yeah. Right there, you're in trouble. It yeah. was like, it was it's a religious all, freedom type yeah. of city. I mean, a lot of the, the, the fervor happens around churches. Yeah. And people are used in a way. I don't think it's necessarily like the uh, the church itself. I think it's people just, it's like someone well, you're who thinks, a Midwest guy. Someone who thinks they know better for what, what's, what's good for you than, they, s- than you do yourself. I say you're a Midwest guy because yeah. when I go out to the Midwest... I've never met friendlier people yeah. than that. I remember being lost in Chicago, and I was on a street corner. I must have had that puppy dog lost. They look. took your wallet, but then they helped you find. No, the but help. they were like, uh, <laughs> hey, "Can I help you?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm trying to find Michigan Ave." They're like, "Oh no, you go down two blocks. Oh, come on, I'll help walk you." Yeah, and, Mook, and you're I'm already like, on Michigan Ave. And I'm Ave. sitting there going, "I'm gonna follow you. Yeah. What down an alleyway so yeah. you could jump me? Get the hell out of yeah. here!" Well, no, they were actually friendly. It's not, it's not a naive area. It's just that people do are friendly because Why that's is that? part of it. Long winters, um, marry their sisters. No, Why? No, it's a, it's a. You know what I think it is? It's like you. It's not the same in Chicago as it is in Minnesota, but Minnesota is where that kind of all generates. It's the uh, Fargo kind of, you know, oh, yeah. Fargo yeah. thing. It's yeah. a yeah, sure, hun. Yeah, <laughs> but it's it's a Norwegian Swedish Norwegian Norwegian and Swedish kind of thing. Really? Yeah, yeah. Huh. It's the. I mean, they're tough people. You know. Yeah. Um, they. But do they seem friendly? But on the outside, as soon as they're like, as soon as no, you leave, they go. Can you believe that hick from Connecticut? No, they're friendly, but they're friendly in a way that in like if you lived in a dangerous area. Yeah. Like if you're, I mean, I guess the the good parallel is like if you're in an area where you could if you were out. If your car broke down, yeah. you would freeze to death in an hour. Pretty much. Well, yeah. those people are going to help you. Yeah. If you're in Connecticut and you're you, broken down you're on dead. the side of the road, people are just going to drive by. <laughs> right, yeah. So, I mean, it's not that you're unfriendly. It's that there's a, a different level of, you know, care. Neighborship. Yeah. yeah. It's neighborly. a neighborly kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. I've and noticed You find that. it everywhere. But, um, like, it, when we were in Florida oh, years yeah. ago, yeah. it's... They hire people in the service industry that were friendly. 
That was a, a at given. the hotels and yeah, because yeah. it's a tourist yeah. area. Yeah, so yeah. it's like Absolutely. they probably give them a, a training and say, look, yeah. people are coming from all over. You you're not rude to them. Be nice to them. Were you whatever. with me when we were at the Red Rooster restaurant? The waiter kept calling us friends. Yeah. yeah. Were you there? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, what's this guy's problem? He's like. Hey, friends, what do you want for dinner, friends? Oh, here you go, friends. I go, you call me friend one more time, I'm going to knock you on your ass. And why? Because he's just being friendly. My wife goes, it's you who's nuts. Yeah. That kid's well, you okay. also, And the thing is, you can't, this is a, a common Midwestern thing, is that don't, don't, don't mistake kindness for weakness. Weakness, yeah. That's a common thing. It's like you're basically, I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt until you screw me over. Yeah. But I'm going to give you the benefit. That's kind of like a we're here. It's, I'll screw you Christian over. Christian value, if yeah, you want to yeah, say, yeah. or I'll whatever. I'll screw you over religion. first, and then if you're still alive, I'll be all right. You'll be fine. Walk it off. But that's, I mean, that's what permeates the. To me, it always permeates the comic, the good guy versus well, and bad I'm going, guy. And this is going to say, how is it going towards it's comics? The Clark Kent. I'm or thinking the exactly. Schuster, Simon, Cleveland guys yeah. come into the city. All their stories, Superman, Midwestern stuff. But Bob Kane, Batman, Bill Finger, New York, New, New York, Jersey guy, Jerseys. Yeah. Yeah. I swear to God, you can almost see the little like, you know, rough well, and tough. Bob Kane had like either his father, or somebody. He had a lawyer in you the mean family. Bob Kahn. Yeah, he had Kane a lawyer in the family, yeah. and he also saw. Uh, yeah. He he benefited from seeing Siegel and Schuster get. Oh yeah, screwed. no, his dad wrote that. Contract. I'm saying like he saw them get oh, yeah, screwed. Yeah, they so made sure that he wasn't not, getting it yeah, ripped yeah. off. One yeah. guy becomes the example for the other guys. No, but in this Ten Cent Playbook, um, what's the fellow's name that did the Flash? Last name begins with an M. Lambert. No, Mord- Mordell. Mordell. He Martin, just, uh, Martin Nodell. He's mentioned he's in the, the book. Green Lantern guy. Oh, Green Lantern. Yeah. I meant to say he's mentioned there. But Bill Finger worked on a lot of the Green Lantern stuff, too, yeah. which I didn't know. Well, he was a writer. Saying, yeah, yeah. Never heard Bill Finger mention with the Lantern before. Yeah. They credited him there on those archives faster, oh, did they? sooner than Batman. Batman? Because Batman oh, right. was kind but they were talking about how these guys were all just cranking these books out again and again and again, you know? Hey, Louise. <laughs> uh, we had a broken glass. The manager just... You have a glass accident yeah. here. No, it's typical. So there you go. But see, friendly people helping some kids who broke glass. And our people thinking, on the next table came over to help them. Yeah, well, we didn't. No, we didn't. We just watched it happen. We were working. Well, I'm thinking of lawsuit. But anyway, <laughs> that's the uh, that's the New England lawyer. Yeah, but the, 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 no, but I'm saying a lot of the culture when it comes to storytelling, I don't know where those other fellows are from. But I wonder if they're bringing their home town. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Ethics yeah. to the stories. You yeah, know? You do. I mean, I think if you think about it, though. Like Jurgens is Midwest. You're in Midwest. Dan's Minnesota. Minnesota. So when you read those books, you're like, well, this is definitely a point yeah. of view as opposed to Scott Snyder, who's from a Long Island area in New York and his Batman stories. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that he doesn't have a sense of justice right and wrong. No, but the Jack Kirby but stories. A, yeah. With the, you know, Joe Simon, it's all more of yeah. a street kid. But I mean, stuff. like Jack Kirby was. I mean, he, he grew was up a in a tr- bad neighborhood. And he grew up in a bad neighborhood, but he was also from a religious Jewish family. Yes, he was. Yeah. And I think that may be more of the key. Yeah. Because when I was a kid, the Ten Commandments were, were very important. Yeah, yeah. You know, whether it was for fear, like, well, I don't want to go to hell. Well, you saw the movie. You knew something was going to happen. But I'm saying, like, you know, as an adult, it's different. But the stuff that, that you, you learn when you're a kid is what kind of 
it does kind of imprint on you. Yeah. You know, my mom was very honest. Yeah. I'm sure she cut corners here and there, but yeah. she was ultimately very honest, very much a human, like yeah. A, yeah. a people person. Yeah. She helped people whenever she could. Right. Well, that's a good um, thing to do. But, I mean, that doesn't necessarily generate from fear of hell. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that's it's an innate It's just the right thing, thing to yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. No. It's like you're, you're driving down the street and there's an accident. Do you pull over or do you drive past? I'd probably pull over to help out. But See, anyway, that's just me. I would not know what to do, so I would drive past. Oh, no, I'd but stop. I would, I would call. But that's just me. <laughs> I would call. No, but the funnier thing is I'll tell stories to certain people I know that listen to the show. And when we talk about old stories of growing up, and I've done it on this podcast, they go, you seem to have a very weird story where you're either like pretending to work at a building and you get through and... Like, for instance, you know where Pepperidge Farms used to be in Norwalk? Yeah. That was their corporate headquarters. It still is. We would go on our lunch hour from Micro Warehouse, drive down to the Pepperidge Farm corporate office. They have a company store. Yeah. Everything there was like 75% off. Yeah. Like Godiva chocolates, yeah. Pepperidge Farm cookies, Milano's, Goldfish. Well, at the outlet store. The, yeah, I know, but yeah. it was even cheaper than that. Yeah. We would go there on our lunch hour. And right around, like, Valentine's Day or Easter or Christmas, we'd go in, and the lady would go, excuse me, do you work here? And we go, yeah, we're in the marketing department. Yes, yes, oh, we do. yes, we do. Oh, go ahead. So we would go buy boxes of Godiva chocolates that normally sell for, like, 50 bucks. You get them for $10, and we would buy, like, 10 of them and then go and give them to our, you know, our grandparents right. and our, right. I'm not saying my wife, but anyway, we would <laughs> give them out at Christmas. They never knew how much they really cost. So I told the story. They said, wait a second, you didn't think that was wrong? I go, what? That you were telling somebody you worked in the corporation to go there and then buy things under false pretenses yeah. to save money. I go, no, I don't think that's wrong. I'm putting it to the man, you know, and it's kind of like the corporate thing. It's technically wrong, technically. Now, see, so I didn't look at it that way, Jer. Now, here's one for you. Me and my buddy, who's now a lawyer, years ago in New Haven, we were going to a bar. And to get to that bar, you had to walk around a couple blocks because there was a big factory. Or you could climb over the fence and cut through the factory yard, right? Which was not acceptable because they had signs right, everywhere. Right, private, private, private property. property. Right. But we wanted to get there, right? So we climbed the fence and we're running through the yard. One of those little golf carts pulls up, and the guy says, "Hey, you two guys, stop!" And I go, "What?" They go, "Where are you going?" I go, "We're trying to get down the street to the 127 West Park." He goes, "Stay right here. Security's going to come and get you." And I go, "Oh, great." Will they give us a ride? And my buddy goes, what? I go, you just said security's coming to get us. He goes, security's coming to get us to arrest us, not to give us a ride. I go, oh, we should run. He goes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we started running down the thing, and the guy's chasing in the golf cart. It's little stuff like that that I kind of look back at and go, I guess, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Wait. Well, I was more athletic back back in the 80s. But, you know, sometimes, Jerry, only an honest man to live outside the law. That's all I'm saying. When I was a kid, yeah. if I was at a stoplight and there were no cars coming, You'd I waited through. for the light because it was the right thing to do. Because a stoplight, as an adult, I don't do that. No. But as a kid, I felt like, well, that's the that's rule. The I didn't want to cross Magoo. against Magoo. the light. Yeah. And that, that changed when I moved east because I would go to New York and it's like, wow, people Those don't even suggestions. pay attention. No. Yeah. A red light. That's not a It's law. like if you That's can make suggestion. it across that street, it's you're like Frogger. Right? Jaywalker. If yeah, you yeah, can yeah. get from here to there and you don't get hit by a truck. That's called Tuesday. That's, yeah, that's yeah. right, right. Yeah. That's like going to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when they talk about comic books, and this is all the 10-cent 10 10 play, 
What about all the good stuff that was coming out of those stories? I yeah. mean, for every one ju- juvie that yeah. kills some kid, there had to be thousands of other kids that read those books, like my mom and dad, who did not grow up to be a murderer yeah. or a, a, a homicidal maniac. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, the EC Comics is known for their horror, but yeah, they, they also were. did shock suspense stories yeah. and they did stuff that had social content what did they say about all those romance stories did they want to them banned too probably and then the one that's funny somebody's these, got something against everything you just have to remember that if, no, if you but do you anything know what, there's going to be someone who doesn't want you to do that there because was a, yeah, but there they was, have some reason there was an open letter written by a high school kid that was published in the paper and it was very well written and at the time you know there wasn't like x-rated movies yeah. or porno on the right. internet right. but there'd be racy books yeah. like you might read I can't think of a book but it'd have True some True magazine or something that have some sultry passages well, in there spicy pulp spicy pulps yeah. Yeah. yeah and they said I don't understand how the parents will pass these books around like this is a banned book like they would ban books because it was like yeah. what's that movie um, oh Valley of the Dolls maybe or something like one of those Oh, oh, Stepford Wives? Uh, no, no, Mildred Pierce. Or, there was like some book, Peyton Place. That's it, oh, okay. Peyton Place. Where it's like Dallas, you know what I mean? It's yeah. about a little town and everyone's right, sleeping right, with each right. other. Scandalous. Right. But, you know, the moms were like, hey, read page 72. Right. He grabbed her and he was throbbing. Right, oh, my right, God. Right. It's like a Harlequin romance. <clears throat> but that was fine. But yet the kids were told they couldn't do this. They were right. setting this like authoritarian rule that well, you, was this is bad. You were just a kid. You can't think for yourself. The difference we're was taking one was meant you. for kids and one was meant for adults. Well, somebody actually and suggested used to that draw that line. Like if you bought a paperback book at that same place that sold a yeah. comic rack, yeah. right, a spinner rack, paperback books would be spicy romance or yeah. something. Yeah. That was okay because an adult bought that. A kid wouldn't buy it. Well, they went after newsstands. And drugstores, but they didn't go after bookstores, right. which was a weird de- right. delineation. Bookstores were more respectable. Newsstands were kind of like what well, the gas station stores we have now. It's like, right. oh, hey, buddy, I want to go pick up some beer. And right. I got a right. Bubba's, couple of comics. Well, they'd the have kids. like 10 newspapers yeah. from different areas. Yeah, 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 yeah. They'd have magazines and cigars. Yeah. It's just amazing how much bullshit that these people shoved down people's throats. And they bought it. Yeah. And they believed it. And they actually make, they're just about to make the comics go I'm at that part of the book now where they're going to establish this you know board that approves what's not allowed what is allowed can't show zombies can't show vampires can't show good always has to win police can never be seen as uh, stupid did you ever have a I'm going to give you a concrete example when I was a little kid we would go to um, my mom and I would take the bus from Milwaukee to a spot close in, in Pewaukee Lake, which was a country-fied, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On a Sunday morning, we would take the bus to this place that were on a lake for a day trip. Yeah. Bus station had comics. My mom wouldn't let me buy any because they were bad for you. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. No, and I was like, I would have been maybe five years 60s, old. This is the 60s, right? Yeah. So wow. This I was born in 57. This would have been like 62. That's what I'm saying. It's the still The beginning on. of Marvel. Yeah, it's still DC's on. still there. She wouldn't buy me comics because they're bad for you. No shit. And it, it took until a couple of years later, by the time the Batman TV show came out. They were acceptable. Or I could read Classics Illustrated. Yeah. Or something, Dell Comics or whatever. Yeah. So it was, it was, that was, and she wasn't like a fanatic. She just heard that. Yeah. You know, so it was the, 
effect of all those people yelling. Yeah. You know, that reaches enough where it's like, well, I think these are bad. I'm not going to read them, yeah. but I think these are bad for you, so I'm not buying them. But you. by that time, all that was over with, wasn't it? The whole... The comics code the horror, existed. Yeah, from, but all the right. horror books are gone by then. Yeah. They were gone, but it was the... the, the it was basically like you, you created... Someone dropped that stone in the water... The ripples are still there. Wow. The ripples radiate out. Wow, that's something. 1962, I'm telling you, it was weird. And it's like, but I can I get that? No, we can't get that. Were you trying to get a superhero book? I just wanted a comic. And just it was a comic, a comic to read on this, on this bus ride that was like going to be an hour long. Wow. I didn't have it. But, it. but by the same token, a couple of years, maybe a year more later, I remember getting like a bag of comics from someone... Family friend had a, like a grocery sack full of DCs from the early '60s, late yeah, '50s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I remember those DC annuals yep. and the Superman origin one from yep. like 1960 yep. and Batman annuals. And I, I my brother and I were like, what was loved wrong those. With these? Yeah. And it, technically there wasn't, but I think it was again. My mom was just going on what she heard because she didn't read comics. She wasn't into science fiction. None of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the danger of most of this stuff is that someone has a vague idea of just like, oh, I heard Mitch Halleck kill yeah. the guy just to watch well, him that die. Is true. That's and true. then, you know, it's not true, but that thing well, ripple, 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 it goes down and someone will have that in their head. Well, I heard Mitch Halleck was a bad guy. Oh, yeah. Well, that's all that's true. You know what's so funny, too? Now I talk about video games because this weekend I'm doing CT GamerCon at the Mohegan Sun. But do you remember when Joe Lieberman was like trying again a Connecticut guy yeah. actually ran for vice president but he was trying to put um, ratings because they can't on the push video real games. issues but they were the real going issues. after video games remember right. that real real look issues look at what these games are showing kids like Grand Theft no, Auto I, absolutely they're becoming murderers from yeah. it it was the same comic book it's thing the exact all again same thing. and it started in Connecticut yeah. Connecticut is the devil's playground and again, also it's the a, home of Trificon every summer at Mohegan Sun. It's an empty issue that will get people riled up, just like crime is up. Yeah. People are going to be riled up thinking that there's someone like some guy with a mask I trying think to that's break why into their they house. Did start the rating on video games. Yeah, there is did. a rating on it. Yeah, I think it that all started from that. From that. Yeah, I mean, there's so ratings. Funny. When when my kids were little, I didn't buy David Bowie albums because they're very likely would oh, yeah, be a, a mature yeah. or explicit yeah, label on it. And I'd be, I wouldn't even, I, I love David Bowie, but I'd be like, well, we listen to music during dinner. I, don't I wanna... couldn't get the Steve Martin Comedy is Not Pretty album. That's the only, to this day, I never owned it. I owned the Look Let's Get Small. the F word in it. Yeah, and there was a, a label on it. It said uh, Parents Advisory. Yeah. And my dad says, we can't get that album. And the Rolling Stones came out with an album at that time. Yeah. And it said, cannot get. I was yeah, like, yeah. what is happening here? Yeah. You know? But yeah, suddenly books were bad. Books are bad. But again, I mean, it. it, it that's what a parent's supposed to do. The parents. That's not why supposed it's called to, parenting. The yeah. parents not supposed to dictate what someone can produce or create or no, publish. But you got to govern. They're your own supposed kids. to watch. And I did this myself. I don't know if you did, but when my kids were little, yeah. My daughter was born in like early '90s. My son was born mid '90s. Yeah. The other son late '90s. Yeah. So when I go to the comic store, they were watching Dragon Ball Z. They were watching Sailor that. Moon. Yeah. There were reprint comics like the U.S. versions of Dragon Ball, Sailor yeah. Moon from Viz, right? Yeah, I remember that. I would pick up the books and I would read them and go, oh, okay, and then I yeah. would let them... Yeah, I would do that with the kids. Because they were little. No. You know, I, I didn't just go, oh, no, Dark my kids. Knight? Well, that's no, perfect no, no, no. for I used my kids. I used to get them Batman Adventures and 
Looney Tunes books yeah, and yeah. Pinky and the Brain. But I mean, that's part Simpsons of being a parent is that if Simpsons, you're worried yeah. about their content, you got to check you it out. You should read it. Yeah. You know, I mean, how many books I read to my kids after dinner? Oh yeah, we, we read it every, every night, night until every they night, got yeah. too old. To Owen used to sit there every night get a Simpsons book, and we'd read that. And they but remember I'm saying, the super, like, we would, we would superpowers. Read, we DC would read all the other little, like the Star Wars, yep. the, the story books, the you know prose books. Yeah, 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 yeah. Read those. I so you have Frank a sense of what books. they're into. Yeah. Owen was into Super Pets. I'm just saying that's part of being a parent. It's not yeah. like. Oh, what can babysit my kid that I don't have to pay attention to? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not trying to be like judgmental because I understand. Or Judge Judy. Yeah. When you have kids, it's overwhelming. You know what? That's actually. You just thought of a good character right there. Judgmental. Judgmental. Book it, Dano. Right here, trademark. You can't say that anymore. Can't say mental. 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 No. But that would have been a good name. Why didn't somebody ever do that? Yeah, Judge Dread. Yeah. Judge this, Judge yeah. Death. How do they skip judgmental? Oh my god, it writes itself. I know. Get judge, on that. Judge Mint. Judge What's Mint. What's that smell? Ju- judge it's Mint. Judge Mint. Yeah, there you go. Is that like winter wintergreen? No, no, it's no, Judge Mint. No. I know, like but I mean that. That, that's the thing about censorship or whatever. It's like someone always wants like the thing about being a kid. If you had a comic, for example, when I was, again, I'm a little older than you, but yeah. I remember there was a distinct difference from DC to Marvel. DC felt like that was my grandparents' comic. Correct, your dad's books, we used to call Marvel them. felt like my generation, even though it this wasn't technically. It'd be it was, stoners, acid no, it was, it was it was more fresh and current feeling, yeah. even though it was still done by 50-year-old yeah. guys. It was more modern, yeah. DC was very much stuck in that comics code you know, Marvel 50s, was pushing yeah. the edges. Yeah. And and that's so important for every generation to have that. Yeah. And that's what censorship and the book banning and all that stuff does to me is that it basically is it's like trying to put out the flame of someone's interest. Yeah. Right? Because when we were kids, if we would get, get away with something, yeah, we'd love to have Playboy. Yeah. But no one's going to sell me a Playboy. Yeah. They could get Savage Tales. There you go. The girls are kind of like, you know, scantily clad. That's right. John Buscema, baby. You felt like you were getting away with something. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. No. But for someone to say, well, you shouldn't be able to sell that, or you shouldn't be able to read that, whatever it is. I'm trying to drink water and it fell out of my mouth. (laughs) Get the diaper, please. Yeah. So Anyway. but anyways. Anyway, so there's that. And that's that's kind of what the comics well, code stuff is Today, March 15th, you go home to your Disney Plus, you're going to have to adjust your settings. Because today, they merged the Netflix Marvel series onto the platform. And I think they all have like... Um, ex- they should add something extra. Adult. Shouldn't they? They, they should, should have put a some rated R part. Scenes or yeah, something. Yeah. I mean, I'm saying like they oh, should... Oh, so they don't have to watch them all over again? Well, they should give you something new. Yeah. As, like, hey, here's scenes that didn't fit because Netflix wanted them to be exactly... No. But you know what's going to happen. You know. I already heard some Disney execs said, this is the end of Disney because Disney's allowing this to go through. Disney execs were saying this? One Disney exec said, this is a sad day for the mouse because they're Those allowing Those shows this. didn't have any swears in them. They were intense. They were intense. Well, violent-wise, the yeah. Punisher wasn't a, you know, cakewalk. But all the Marvel movies skirt that all the time. You know, DC goes. Batman was not rated R, by the way. And they were allowed one F. It was one F word when we left it. I was yeah. like, "What is this?" And somebody goes, "Oh, it's PG 13 yeah. I go, "That's probably the darkest Batman They're they ever did." One F-word. Yeah. yeah. You know. I mean, there wasn't no 
There wasn't any like well, the murder scene. No, but it was kind of yeah. like I said, psychological. It was psychological. Guy's head blowing up, and yeah. the other guy getting hit in the head with a yeah. carpet tool right, and right. taped over his face. That was there, and somebody told me that was all taken from the Hush storyline. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, I didn't know that. Hannibal was on network TV, so just I know I never could so, understand that. Yeah. Ten o'clock Friday nights, I used to watch and go, "How is this on TV?" You know, because it was so over the top. You know, it like was. I was, I told you before, I don't need to see someone's finger getting cut off or someone's yeah. eye being pulled out. Yeah, it happens on these shows all the time. I look away. Yeah, well, that's what's going to happen at this year's Terrific Con. We're going to have like a Thunderdome where fans get to dismember their favorite. You should comic bring in some artists. special effects artists and have them. Like, I do have a special effects. Guy. But I'm saying, like, have somebody from Walking Tyler Dead Green. or something yeah. who could show you how you know they do not just makeup, but how do they do like when someone's arm falls off or something. Yeah, I'm hoping. <laughs> anyway, there's that. So, what have you been watching, Jerry? We're at that point in the show now. I What'd watched. You watch. I, we finally watched. Uh, Rachel and I watched Picard, yep. season one. Season one, and I really liked it because I felt like it still honored the original show, but it was fresh. Uh huh. I did like that. I like Jonathan Frakes makes pizzas now. That explains his gut. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed that. I thought yeah. it was fun. The other um, we watched. Uh, well, we watched Peacemaker, which is yeah, we, that's sold. done. Yep. Um, I've been watching the. Uh, I, I watched Superman and Lois. Yep, that's good. In uh, a bizarre storyline. This last I watched last week's was interesting. Um, with uh, they were torching his. Well, it was the Thor, uh, the, the brother, the, yeah, the Eradicator the brother. guy. Yeah, yeah. He ends up getting free, and yeah. then they and the military son, guy takes all. of The other his, son was taking drugs, yeah. giving himself superpowers. The military guy is also drugging himself yeah. up. Yep. And yeah. beating up Superman and beating up the... Yeah. And Lana Lang is apparently Spanish now. I was like, when did that happen? They well, she looks old... Spanish. Well, she, the actress does, the whole... but I always thought Lana Lang was this little red-headed yeah. Irish girl from the Midwest, but they had this whole... Well, and the husband, too. I mean, isn't he, like, Hispanic? I guess, but they had so this they whole... So they did, like, the... Consta- girl, right, the, 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 the Right, it was the Spanish yeah. version of yeah, coming but, of age, yeah, or like yeah. a... But that was just a switch. I was yeah. like, oh, I didn't know that. They switched the character up. And they could be whatever they want. I know, I know. But I was like, what's happening? I just remember Lana being that Annette O'Toole. Yeah, but in the Smallville, she wasn't. She was an Asian girl. A Christian crew. Yeah. She's part Asian, yeah. So, I mean, it's, they change it they up. They change it up. Yeah. That's part of what makes, I think, these things different for each yeah, generation. Yeah, yeah, each one, yeah. You know, it can be boring if they When's really the last time did. They had, oh, they had Jimmy Olsen on Smallville, or Supergirl. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, when's the last time Jimmy Olsen was on these things? Remember the Jimmy Olsen they had on Lois and Clark, oh, oh, where they replaced him? Well, they used different guys. They yeah. looked too much like uh, Dean Kane the first the year. The first season, Jill, yeah. Those guys' name was like Waylon. But they never got a redhead guy. No, but I remember the, the first second year, season. I used to watch another it and I go, darker guy. Is that Jimmy or Clark? Because they look so much alike. Yeah. Then they got rid of him, and then they got some other kid in it. It was totally different. He yeah. was like, yeah, yeah, hey, Lois. Hey, yeah. hey, how you doing? You know. It's kind of stupid because part of that is for visual recognition. Yeah. I mean, there's no nothing wrong with that. Yeah. It's called storytelling. Yeah. And, and there's shows like that where you watch it and you go, wait, who am I watching? I know. Especially if they're not a main character. And they'll, they'll pop up like in episode two and then someone will pop up in episode four that everybody knows. And you're like, is that, that the same person from here? But I don't remember because I didn't oh, I watch it. You know, Discoveries like, like that. Star Trek Discovery. I watch it week to week and I go, what's happening? I don't even week remember. Week to week it's easier than like... No. 
four years, I still don't know half the bridge crew's name. I go, what's their name? But the that's, one, that's the lady a visual with the storytelling. Head and the weird eye. That's a visual storytelling. Well, you they know. don't reference their name. That no, would I help. Know. But even even at that, like on the um, any of the shows. No, really, but Captain Kirk was Scotty mention, every episode, so you knew his name was Scotty. But also, yeah, and Lieutenant Uhura. Scotty had a different accent. I, but only that, I'm saying I don't even think they ever call these people by name on these shows. It's like, what's that guy's name? Yeah, it's not reinforced. No, that would help. Even oh, in the so beginning, they'd have their names. Mr. Spock, Dr. McCoy, you knew who they were. Yeah. I'm a little dumb. But the main character is this one thing, but when you go, like if you have a, a show with a big cast, yeah. and you're down past the main guys, then it really is important to cast distinctly different looking yes, persons. Yeah. so you know. I'm, because yeah. people will show up and you go like, wait, Who's is that, that the person from episode three? Tell you, Voyage uh, Discoveries like that with me. Yeah. But I mean, all shows are like. No, but it's so weird. I know the names of all the other characters from all the other Star Trek shows, except for Discovery. And I've been watching it for four years now. And I go, but think about who? it. Who? Who is Here's this? A, this is a key thing. And again, I keep saying storytelling, but it's a key thing. Like, if you're watching a Netflix show, yeah. and a Netflix show is kind of like all put out, all the episodes at once. Uh, yeah. They're doing storytelling based on you watching the whole thing maybe a marathon yeah. within a couple days. Binging. Right? Yeah. So in a way they don't ha- feel like they have to keep have reminding you Episode who it is. 5 yeah. go, oh you're the guy? Yes, I remember yeah, last time. you're probably watching Last time shot. you beat me yeah. up in a bar. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. that gives you a, a, some kind of visual cue. Well, that, tell, you're right because I remember breaking up Jessica Jones like that. Yeah. And not watching all at once. Yeah. Like I'd watch one or two and then two or two. Then you'd forget by the ninth episode, like, yeah. who's that again? Yeah, and you yeah. had to go back and rewind but, it. But now, I mean, that we talked about last time, there's, like, shows that were shot during COVID yeah. where there's like virtually Loki. a guy in a room by himself. Yeah, Loki was totally a COVID and shoot. And it's kind of funny in a way because you have less, like, problem identifying people because there's not that many people. I thought the Batman yeah. movie was kind of a COVID film yeah. because it only had, like, those five characters. That was yeah. it. Like. Batman Commissioner, Catwoman, well, they Riddler, they, and that's they, it. they created the crowds digitally. I believe in it. that uh, end sequence. There was, you know, I told you before. Again, the Batman's making half a million dollars or half a billion dollars. It's doing well. But I tell you that one scene where the world's greatest detective is like, "What is this silver instrument?" Hey, Batman, my brother-in-law's a carpet guy, and right. that's what they used to put carpets in. Right. Thank you. Random cop person who I gotta tell did you, not know as somebody who has installed carpets. That's, that's not, not the an tool. identifiable thing. Yeah. Oh, so even the cop would know. Hey, my brother does that for a living. Well, I mean, he could, he but could. I'm saying like the normal person the would Batman look at that and go, know. "It's an unusual, it's an unusual looking hammer." But yeah. it's not like if if it was a carpet kicker, a carpet kicker is distinct. Is that what it was called? Well, it's, I thought it was attacker. Right, because that's for tacking down the yeah. the the the, board, the wood stuff that carpet tack that yeah. the carpet yeah, yeah, sticks yeah, yeah, to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Probably. Whatever. But it it's like it a hammer. It's a silver hammer. Yeah. Like Maxwell's silver hammer. But it's not something that's that widespread that everybody would know, would know. what that is. Thank God Batman worst, had that cop at the same point. The worst thing, and the and again, that I, not a criticism of the movie, Go ahead. but it's a soft spot to me, is when they're like sitting around talking about the various crimes and they're kind of surprised. And I'm like, wait, if you lived in Gotham, yeah, shit you would expect all yeah. this stuff. Yeah. It wouldn't be like... Wow. Wait, I can't believe they did this and they transferred the money here. And it, it was like it was almost like it was new to them. Yeah. Remember Gordon as well as Batman yeah, were like yeah. at what, whatever revelation it was, they yeah, were yeah. kind of like surprised. And I'm like, 
That happens every day. It's got this is a corrupt town. Oh Why would you yeah, think yeah, they yeah. would steal from this fund or whatever yeah. it was? What do you mean your your father paid to kill a reporter? <laughs> what? Because <laughs> I was like, what's happening? Because the Thomas Wayne was always a saintly character, yeah. and to shed some dirt on him, like, oh no, he might have been as corrupt as the rest of them. That was like, you know what it was? I don't think that was the takeaway. The takeaway oh, was. I thought it was. The takeaway was, and this could be a spoiler. It's no, no. The takeaway was Thomas Wayne went out of his way, Good Samaritan, and helped Carmine Falcone. Yes. And instead of being rewarded as a good deed, Carmine Falcone Killed. held that against him. Yeah. And basically said, "You helped me survive." and it was against the law, he used that as a wedge against him. And I'm going to whack you. So it didn't mean he was bad. It meant that he was good to a bad guy who then turned that thing on him. You know what the lamest so thing that was? You know what the lamest was? What was the clue? Something take see the light, oh. and the Riddler was up in the right, window right, with a gun, right. and yeah, he needed Falcone yeah. to come out into the light right, right. to take him out. That was kind of cool. No, it wasn't. Why didn't he kill Falcone at the church? He sent the damn car in there with a bomb. Falcone was at the church. He could have taken him out right there because he was up in the stands Because Falcone's it. mother's name was Martha. Oh, my Christ. Don't start with me. That's the little part. I watched the whole Batman movie. I go, why didn't he just kill him there? Yeah. Well, you know what? Here's the confusion to me. There's another guy who looks just like the Riddler. When yes. the Riddler is in yes. jail. Yes. And I don't feel like and they, they two explained IDs. that. Except and when that he had two driver's licenses, I was like, is that the second guy? Is right. Two? Is, did he have a twin that was raised by a different family because he was an orphan? I they know. Split up? I still like was the guy that. That would have been better. Why would you pretend to, to look like the guy when you got a mask yeah, on? Yeah, the glasses and, and you take everything. the mask yeah. off, he looked like him. Yeah. And so what's that, your name? I would watch that again Vengeance. to figure that out. To try to figure that out. I still like my. So did they get the wrong guy in jail? That's what I was wondering too. Was the wrong guy the innocent guy? You know what the other thing I heard? The Batman is similar to Indiana Jones and Raiders Lost Ark because his input changed nothing in that movie. They say if you took Indiana Jones out of Raiders, it would still happen the same way. The Nazis would go to the island, open up the ark, and they'd all melt. Indiana Jones has slowed it down. Indiana Jones found it though. They couldn't find it. Oh, they were right, digging well, the wrong spot. Stop watching. I'm just saying. The, the Big Bang Theory has been proven wrong. Okay. But, you're, but the Batman... He's the one who found no, the... Bat- the uh, listen, listen, right. listen. In Batman, the Riddler was going to shoot the right. mayor Batman's at that big Batman's a passenger thing. of the story. Yeah, yeah. He's a passenger. He basically gets the all the revelations. Yes. But all of the story happens... But the Riddler still happened yeah, like he was always planning. It happens out of his reach. He's a witness to the, the story. The only thing he did was kind of save it. But the story impacts him because... It's about him. He broke it up. Yeah. He saved the mayor and he led those people out yeah. into the promise. But land. you know what? When you if you can if you take Batman, the new Batman, and you break it down yeah. into what it says, yeah. that's why the right wing nuts hate it. Why? And there's a lot of it's like that's why they're saying it's woke and everything. It's because it turns the Batman story on its head in a way. Batman, you know, oh the poor little poor little, little orphan orphan boy. kid. Yeah. Well, yeah, but he lived in a mansion. Yeah, he was, he was never wealthy. on the streets. No. Here's the orphan in the orphanage that was screwed. And that, that becomes the Riddler situation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it was that was that I was, didn't get that at all. Yeah, no, that was the, a big point of the movie was the fact that Batman, oh poor little orphan kid, but he's surrounded by money, which means that he was never without somebody watching yeah. him. Alfred had never yeah. without food, never without the ability to go to school. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I would make a better comparison to Billy Batson 
whose parents are killed, and Billy is basically living orphan. on his own. Yeah. yeah. Are you allowed out, to say orphan anymore? I don't know. Kicked out that, by his, his guardian, people? kicks yeah. him out. You know, Ebenezer boots him and steals the family fortune and boots him on the street. That's a sad situation. Yeah. That's an orphan. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I like the fact that they, they took the basic origin of it and they turned it around, which was interesting. You know what's ironic? That trailer we saw in the beginning, 2022, the year of the heroes. Three of those movies got pushed back to 2023. Yeah. But Shazam's now. But Shazam is up. They moved it up. Shazam is coming. They said it's they needed more time to do special effects for Black Adam anyway. But why they pushed Aquaman back, I don't know. Well, it's the same huge thing. Special effects and the same thing with the Flash. Think about the finite number of people doing special effects. Yeah. And then you think about where can you get the special effects nowadays? At home. When the world was a little more stable, they had Korea doing them. They oh yeah, I guess. China doing them. There were people doing special effects everywhere. You know. Oh, I saw horrible. And there's a million special effects type shows. Yeah. And everybody's competing for a group of people. Horrible superhero TV series on Netflix. I tried watching the first couple episodes. Derek Mears, who was at my show, play the Swamp Thing, is in it. Yeah. It's basically like the Justice League. But it's, it's filmed in 2022. It's a new show. But they have their own universe of people, like a What's Superman or Wonder Woman. It's right up top when it said the most you know most viewed things or suggestions for it. Called? All I know is I couldn't watch the first episode. It was so huh. bad. And it was like 10 episodes. It's kind of like the, uh, the Tick. You know, the Tick. Is it funny? I think it was or supposed to be. Or is it more like be. The Boys? It's kind of like The Boys. And I'm just sitting there watching it going, this sucks. I gotta go find out what it's called. But Derek, you know Mears, that, Derek Mears is in it. Though. Did you know that the uh, there's supposedly a cartoon of Mark Millar's superpowers on Netflix? I've been reading the Magic Order, and it says, "Wait, what was the on one Netflix, that they did? superpowers?" No, no, no. It's a cartoon. The one where they kill that girl. No, what was that story? Was it Matt Fraction, or is it Mark Wade? There was when the video game companies started their own networks. Yeah. PlayStation yeah. started its own network. Well, they, they did had powers. powers. They right. had powers. Will Wheaton yeah, yeah. was on that. Where is that now? Because I remember watching. There was two yeah. seasons of it. Maybe it's on Crackle. Who killed Judy Jupiter or something? Yeah, that was the know. main story. Maybe it's on Crackle. One of the other. I don't know what Sony. happened to it. There's so much of these like yeah. splinter. It ran for like two seasons. It did two seasons. Yeah. yeah. Right now, I know Mr. Mayor's back tonight. I thought that was canceled, oh, yeah, yeah. but it's—I love that show. Well, Ted Danson. The second done season by. of uh, Upload is on too. I saw that, the, and um, I, that was, was also missing in action because when I watched it back in maybe November or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I looked it up on Internet Movie Database, they didn't have a I second feel bad season. Stumptown got canceled because it was a COVID situation. Remember oh, they had right, a right, production right. now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're almost like it was doing well in the ratings. Why couldn't they gather everybody yeah. back up? Like. Colby Smulders is not doing anything new. So. I think it was it's probably, at the time, if you wanted to continue production, there was Canadian. Yeah. And they weren't letting people cross the border. No, it was oh. Vancouver. Vancouver? It's oh. the fake Pacific Northwest. Oh, I see. I see. So <clears throat> I think the issue was Can- Canadian borders closed. You have a lot of American cast and production. Yeah. And it's probably cheaper. Do we move it to LA. Oregon? I thought that's where it was. So no, no, it wasn't. I mean, a lot of those shows got caught up in that because yeah, yeah, I think yeah. there there was restrictions on travel back. Yeah, and forth. yeah. No, I remember. 
Canada shut their border. Yeah. Oh well. Stumptown. Like yeah, they had they had some interesting uh, restrictions where you had to quarantine for two weeks. Yeah. And I think that's not doable if you're doing a show and you're you know what I mean. No, I mean it breaks up the production. Yeah. All right. So any other TV shows, movies, nothing. Uh, no. Are we going to see Morbius? Yeah, I already bought the tickets. And when is that? April 1st. April 1st. April Fool's Day. Okay. You and I are at the 7 6 I thought it opened at the end of the month. Well, that is the end of the month. End of March, no? Beginning of April. Oh, okay. Really end of March. It's on March 32nd, Jerry. <laughs> so, <laughs> we'll be seeing it. If that makes you feel Let better. Let me set my watch. March 32nd <laughs> at 6.55, you and I are watching. Um, so, it really call. is April 1st? Yeah, April Fool's wow, Day. Wow, cool. Yeah, right? Something else was April 1st, and I went, April Fool's Day. Is that Day. supposed to be ironic? No, but the thing of it is, I don't know if it's going to be any good. Here's the thing, though. Gotta and again, I guess it, 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 it's a comic Make book a prediction thing. now, Jerry. No, the Two prediction being, here's, here's the thing. Michael Keaton is in the trailer. I know. Which, Michael Keaton being in the trailer means it's in the same universe part. as Tom Holland's Spider-Man. But it's not. It's not. We sure? Because as Morbius runs down the alleyway, it's a Spider-Man menace. It's Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man that's up on the wall. Yeah, but that makes no sense. I know it doesn't. And even further, he says, I'm Venom. Venom doesn't exist in the Maguire, I mean, the Holland universe. So it's a whole bunch of screwed up shit. Well, no, they probably are basing some of this stuff that's going to be tied to... Michael Keaton is a variant of... Adrian Toomes. Yeah. It's a different bullshit. Yeah, yeah, a different... Yeah. It has it, to it, be. It ties into somehow Doctor Strange and Spider-Man with the worlds being combined yeah. and, and what have you. And for those people who listen to the show, today's Terrificon guest announcements at the very end, Jose Garcia Lopez, Tony Daniel, Jerry Bingham, and... Oh, you got Jerry Bingham. Yeah. And Garth Ennis. Cool. That's a little sneak preview if you listen to the end of the show. Actor-wise, uh, I think I already said this, Adrian Palacki and Peter Macon, who Isn't plays uh, Borden. Padalecki? Padalecki. Padalecki. I don't know. And is Bort- Bordis? Is that who? On the Orville's character. Bort- Boris? Bordis? I don't know. You don't I watch the Orville? saw the first season. Get out, Jerry. When it was on Fox. Anyway, so that's it. That wraps it up. You got nothing else? Why did your orders have to be in for uh, Star Yeah, you Girl? should order Star Girl now. By yeah, by the by now probably it's the middle of the month. Oh, is that? I just got my previews last week. I know I got them late too. But oh, they were late. Yeah. Oh shit! They I got to put my them. orders in. Yeah, yeah. So they're they usually do around the middle of the oh, month. Oh, by the way, the uh, the Justice League Avengers Hero Initiative book is out. Very limited quantity, and if you pay more than thirty dollars, there's a place in hell for you because that's supposed to be money donated. To the Hero Initiative. Unless somebody auctions George it and Perez, donates I'm the just auction saying, proceeds. Well, if you're one of those scumbags who are out there jacking the price yeah. up for your own personal yeah. gain, go to hell. That's yeah. all I got to say. It's done for charity. Not they had done. a nice picture on Twitter with George holding the book. Yes. And I think it meant, I, I would say from a personal point of view, yeah. it probably meant a lot for him to have a copy of that book. Yes, it did. Because any artist wants to see their stuff in print. I know. So I think that and was. And you a, said the reason why people are complaining why isn't there more copies? And you said it was a special arrangement from Marvel it's and not DC. Pub, it's published through Hero Initiative. Yeah, but they only Marvel limited. Marvel and DC. Yeah, it's like, hey, we we were, you know, who who knows? Maybe it was limited because of the fact that it was done really quickly. Yeah, 
you know, there's probably a limit. Because I know there's a lot of people complaining online. You can't print like 100,000 copies or 10,000 copies of something that in the space of uh, six weeks. Yeah. Because they came together really fast. I was surprised when it did. Yeah, Yeah, and both Marvel and DC had to sign off on it, which is a big deal, too. Not to say they can't go back to press later on, but it was done for this special purpose. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, because I see a lot of people like, this sucks, I want a copy of it. And I go, you might be better off just going to find back issue yeah. bins. You know? Yeah, I would think those uh, the, the prestige format books are available somewhere yeah, on somewhere. eBay. Oh, yeah. on eBay, yeah. they're probably way up now. Yeah. But it is what it is. I'm more intrigued by seeing the... Uh, again, I didn't order it or try to get it, but I'd, I'd love to see the... Uh, his version the, that never got printed, the one he drew the one like, in the eighties. Yeah, he yeah. Drew like another. Like I saw pages of thirty that. pages of. Yeah, or something. I remember Comics Journal. Rob Liefeld, I think, bought the art to it. Somebody had the original yeah. pages without dialogue. Yeah, 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 no, because yeah. it was never it, when it was never script. Shooter killed it. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's a shame in a way because that's a lot of effort. It was, especially knowing how much George puts in there. Those crowd scenes. Yeah, I mean, just having the different characters meeting up and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it'd be nice. I think that's included in this book, right? Oh, is it? Yeah, the that's what I heard. They put it in the back. Oh, that'd be nice to yeah. see. Yeah, that's like legendary. I remember that. I remember reading about that book being made oh, yeah. in the 80s. And yeah. you were like, when's it coming out? When's it coming out? And it yeah. kept getting delayed, 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 yeah. delayed. I think Jerry Conway was writing it. Wasn't that he? was during the days of Shooter on one side and Dick Giordano yeah. and Jenna Khan. Oh, I remember reading about it. Giordano said he was okay with it, but then Shooter wanted to change. Yeah, Jim, and that he killed it in the end. Jim killed it, yeah. yeah. I mean, whatever. It'll it, be a terrific it happened. con. It happened. We could ask a shooter in person. Yeah. I mean, it's like Dick nobody's Marvel. a bad guy necessarily because no. you don't know the it other. It's all business. He's a representative Marvel. Yeah. And for whatever reasons, it dies. Nobody thinks, oh, there's never time to do it again. Right, or to, right, right. You know, there's plenty of unpublished uh, comics. Oh, yeah. You there's know? still a drawer full of Gil Kane stuff. and John Buscema. John Buscema. There's a Justice yeah. League storyline that John Stark... Uh, Gil Kane started, John Buscema continued, but it was never finished. It's a six, like six somewhere. Yeah. Six of seven issues or eight issues and it's done. Don't know whatever's going to happen to yep. that. Oh, well. That's How far it. We go? We're done. If I can get my phone to come on. Oh, look at that. Perfect, Perfect time. An hour. That's enough entertainment for these people. <laughs> All right. That's it. Goodbye. Goodbye.